1: A question from our community um, and in the meantime if anything comes up front of you guys feel free to post it or um let us know so the question is about reinforcement um you know this person is saying i hear the term so much but i just don't find it so simple to figure out what a good reinforcer is she says am i supposed to buy a bunch of random things and like you know carry them with me around to find the most motivating one Um, one of my clients is a little verbal, but barely communicates. And his main behavior is task avoidance. He won't sit for more than five minutes and then will get out of his seat and bother other classmates. Um, and then the teacher tells him to leave. So this happens every day. The functions of behavior are mainly escape and attention. And there hasn't really, we haven't found a good reinforcer to motivate him. Um, do I start with a token board? I'm not even sure if he understands the concept of a token board. I just don't know where to begin. Okay, so there was kind of a lot in that question. Um, Reinforcement as one topic, kind of escape avoidance, and then, you know, token boards and all of that. Um, And starting to talk about reinforcement. You know, reinforcement, I think we often mistake for, you know, a toy. Um, And I think we think about, well, how am I going to guess which toy this kid is going to all of a sudden want magically? Um, The best way I found to... um, figure out what is reinforcing for my students is to just watch them. Um, I watch them play. I play with them. Obviously if I'm meeting the student for the first time, I would ask the parents like, what, what is your child into? Are they into, you know, Paw Patrol? Are they into stickers or Lego or anything like that? And I bring a few of those with me so that I can get a feel for what's motivating. And then I just play, Um, But I think sometimes what we overlook is those non-tangibles that are reinforcers, especially with younger students or beginner learners will do a lot of like physical movement, like you know, um spinning around or picking them up or squeezes or things like that. um you know, if this student is escaping to attention, then attention is a reinforcer um, and escape is a reinforcer, and these are non tangibles and so I think we often try to like overcompensate with all these tangibles, like you know, sit at circle times so you can get a toy or do this task so you can have an M&M. But we forget about those things that are intrinsically reinforcing that are also more natural. So if he's motivated by escape, then pick an amount of time that he'd be successful to sit. And then the reinforcer is the escape. You know, you get to leave or you get to tell me that you're all done. And then that's the reinforcer. So we don't really need to like reinvent the wheel. I think we can get a lot of information um, by watching our students and observing them um, what's that term called? Officially, cat the the <laughs> just uh, like observationally watching.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that that's it right there. Um, and two, I think she is kind of halfway there, like you said, in fi- identifying those functions. Is that like? that's, that's part of finding out that reinforcement. Um, we know that he's seeking attention. He's seeking escape. It's just, he's not doing it. He's relying on problem behavior to access those reinforcers. Um, so giving him teaching him those appropriate ways of accessing those reinforcers and when those reinforcers are available and not available, that's, that's the other piece. Um, right. When is it appropriate to gain attention? When is it not, especially in the classroom? Um, But two, I mean, I think it's very important when you have a child who's um, struggling to identify those potent reinforcers, but also thinking about those prerequisite skills. You know, when she's talking about his task initiation and completion, um, does he have the prerequisite skills needed to be able to do those things? Um, And sometimes, you know, the most potent reinforcer won't be effective if those prerequisite skills aren't there. Um, And that might be something to look at. Like you mentioned, does he have the skills to man for escape? And that's a big prerequisite skill to completing a task, right? Um, I think a token board is a great idea in the sense of, you know, does he know what the contingency is? Does he know when reinforcement will be available? And a token board can provide that, but also looking at those prerequisite skills um, because a token board won't get him, won't he won't get re- that reinforcement if he doesn't have the skills to get there, so...
1: Yeah, for sure. And this person didn't say how old the student is. But like, I mean, one of my pet peeves is that we go into a classroom, preschool classroom sometimes. And, you know, some kids can sit for 10 minutes. And then we see our student who's like not sitting for 10 minutes, but we have to remind ourselves that it's like completely developmentally inappropriate for a four year old to be sitting for longer than four minutes. So we have to remember that If where the student is at, she didn't say the age, but if the student is now not able to sit for more than five minutes, that's a great place to start. Start with four minutes, make him successful where he's at, offer some sort of escape or reinforcement or attention contingent on that. And then you can always build up from there. But I often find that, you know, our first step place that we're going to is, well, circle time is 15 minutes. So, our student has to sit for 15 minutes. Um, So, kind of reframing, like, what our expectations are and what's appropriate, what the prerequisite skills are and all that. Sitting and attending at circle time is not one I often start with. Um, I think, like Kat said, it's all about those other things. It's 1st and contingency is huge, that they really need to develop that type of contingency before they can go into that that setting. Um, task completion, asking for a break, um, functional communication, all of those things are, are great skills to build up so that when you do have the opportunity to bring them to a task, then you know that they have all those prerequisites. Um, in terms of the token board, we would start, like I said, with the first end contingency, like do they have this understanding that, you know, I do something, I get something, I do something, I get something, it's, it's very basic, I would say, you know, toddlers have this contingency. So depending on the age of the student, it's something that I would start with before going into a token board. Um, and then token board, so you're building up this um, primary reinforcers, right, that the then is always going to be a primary reinforcer. So first, I, um, you know, say something, and then I get my way or then I get what I want. Um, A token board is a secondary reinforcer. So we're starting to make these tokens reinforcing, but we have to teach that. So we'll often backwards chain a token board. So we'll once they have that first end contingency, we'll give them that primary reinforcer along with the last token so that they're starting to learn that that secondary reinforcer, the token, um, is also reinforcing. And then once they, we can do that successfully, we'll give them the last two tokens, then reinforcer. So a token board has to be taught. No kids I've seen are, you know, inherently reinforced by token boards. I mean, some of our, you know, goody goody two shoes. I think you could put a little sticker chart, and they'd be great. Um, but most of the kids we work with are not inherently reinforced by token boards, so we have to teach it. And I think tapping into what those primary reinforcers are, and having a really good assortment of those primary reinforcers. And like I said, it's not just tangibles and edibles, but it's movement, it's attention, it's certain songs, it's giggles, it's tickles, it's whatever that looks like for your student, it could be escape. Um, we had a couple students, you know, I've worked with lots of students who we really couldn't find those reinforcers. It was just so challenging. Um, and with one, I think they were teenagers and they were like all aba out, you know, they've been in ABA for like, you know, their whole life. And they're like, there's nothing you can offer me. Like, I've already been there, done that. Like, I've gotten the M&Ms, like there's nothing. Uh, but the only thing that we found to be reinforcing was he would work towards minutes off of his sessions. And so that was like a so natural, like he's a teenager, like let me out early, I just want to be done. Um, and we just found a creative way to motivate him. So like the more that you know, the longer he participated, and the the more, you know, contingencies he met with, the more time he got off of the session, and it works beautifully. So I think a little bit of creativity, when we talk about reinforcement goes a long way.
2: Yeah, I think it's just important to remember that preferences aren't synonymous with reinforcement, right? So because I prefer something and I go to it and I play with it often does not mean that it will be a reinforcer for me when demands are in place or when certain demands are in place or a certain amount of demands are, are put into place. So if possible, reinforcement assessment might give you more insight into the difference between a preference and a reinforcer. Um, but the biggest thing is just those choices and rotating those choices, right? Um, and not assuming reinforcers it's because it was effective this morning doesn't mean it's going to be effective this afternoon or even though it was effective 15 minutes ago doesn't mean it's going to be effective right now so um you know rotating providing choice are always good things to lean on to thanks for joining today's conversation wherever you get your podcast please go and subscribe
0: rate and review so others can find out about us too
1: for more from How To ABA, including free resources and ABA materials, visit our blog at howtoaba.com and make sure that you're following us on social media for more practical tips and updates.